0: Solid. How I know. Do you, how do you want to begin? Well, this one's a this <clears throat> one's a tough one to start. It is. Let's start with a let's start with a hello. Hi Matt. Hi Jody. <laughs> <laughs> and hi listeners. Welcome to. Hey, wait, that's not what we don't usually do that. But it's the morning zoo. <laughs> Welcome to the I'm morning AYT at- Zoo with Jody and the Nudge. <laughs>
1: I'll be the nude You're the Nuge? Okay. Whatever. are um, not the nude. Yeah, well, here we are. We're doing episode um,
0: 55. It started solid Red.
1: Double five. Mm. Uh, this is a quick turnaround for us. The right. quickest turnaround in probably a year. Yeah. Years worth of, of podcasting. Mr. Um,
0: Pieces said it would for sure be the quickest of 2015, which I have no trouble believing. That is absolutely true. I'm, I'm positive that's right. Um, so yeah. I'm so, kind of surprised to be sitting here so so soon. This... I, I texted you because I was home from Bonaroo. You know, put my things away, and I was thinking, you know, let's just let's start to get in the headspace. Okay. Right. And I texted you, and you said, "How about Friday?" Yeah, like, huh. yeah. Friday.
1: Just so happens that the babies are uh, are out right now. Mm-hmm. They are um, at my in-laws, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, oddly, I've I've traded. New babies for an old dog right, right. now. I see him. Um, he's he's here. There he is. He's um, not learning any new tricks right now. No, he's, he's passed out. His new trick is is actually being more deaf than he used
0: to be, and so well, being new, being docile is kind of a new trick for Crash. That's where I was going with that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, that is actually, you know what? I I reverse my previous statement. He has learned a new trick, <laughs> <laughs> which I approve of. Uh, yeah. I am probably he's old. I'm probably by far the most recent person he's bitten in the face. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably by like a while, right? I th- yes. Okay. I believe so. Good. I, you know, I like to when I set a record, I like to hold it.
1: Yeah, you uh, know, the windtalker <laughs> had that going for him for a while, but you you, definitely,
0: <laughs> you pulled you pulled back ahead. So well done. Yeah. So what's uh what's going on, Jody? I since we last spoke, since we went. Uh, through future to present and into the past, we. Um, I went to Room. You went to Bonnaroo. Mm-hmm. So yep. We, you we can talk about that. You. Uh, yep. You shipped the audio. I did. That in was the last episode, right? And then, and then, not you... as easy as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Apparently, I made a mistake. Sorry, listeners. Jody thought it was intentional. My wife was pretty sure it was a mistake, and my wife was correct. Apparently, I added a a lot of extra roll in that I thought I had clipped was still there. <laughs> But the rest of it was okay, right?
1: Yeah, it was a very extended pre show. But I, I, I don't know. I thought, I thought it worked. You were teasing the ukuleles at the beginning. I thought it was good. You gotta tease the ukuleles, if you know what I'm talking about. <sighs> I'm sorry. This That's is a, a f- tiny guitar, dude. Yeah, this is a family show. Okay. Um, so. So. It's an in person recording.
0: Yeah, here we are. We're in your undisclosed location, which I always have a little trouble finding, which I think is intentional, right? could be i mean like it's a bit of a weird spot like dick cheney you you purposely have uh, obfuscated with the google map (laughs) yes uh
1: i actually didn't know that google map was confused by
0: this address Uh, that makes me a little bit happy no well i was kidding about that part but no i just i didn't use the you know what i have been using let me give a little uh little shout out to uh an app i like the waze app w-a-z-e
1: uh, that's a nice app.
0: I, I like it, and I've been using it for over a year, and the, the reason I'm bringing it up now is because I have now earned the top rank. I am Waze Royalty. What, little, is, what does my, that even mean? My little. Well, okay. The, the, the like reason in I, the city of Tampa or yeah. worldwide? Uh, worldwide, baby. Wow. I'm in the, the top 5% points-wise worldwide. But actually, I think it's statewide. I think the points race is, is only within your state. Okay. But still, um, the reason I like the app is twofold. Number one, it makes driving kind of into a video game because you earn points for doing things. I okay. Like I like that. And number two, and uh, much more, uh, you know, this is a much more functional component, is uh, it tells you where the cops are when you're on a long trip. Yeah, I knew I knew it did that. And that's, that's a very functional component. So on the trip to Bonnaroo, so okay – this was my eighth Bonnaroo. Okay. And I have been pulled over and had my car searched in South Georgia four times. Oh my god! So fifty percent of the time I get I get the drug dog and the the f-ing South Georgia yokel searching in my car. Oh no. Half the time. I in the know. middle in the middle of the night. And they don't help you, they don't help you pack your shit back up by oh, the way. Oh, I never once thought they about unload that. everything out of your car. Oh no. So that's a drag. But this was the first year I was running ways on the way up, and we knew where the cops were going to be. We saw them all, you know, with all the, all the uh, when, you're, when you're driving and you see a cop reported on the road ahead, it'll say, all right, you know, in half a mile there was a police report. It tells you how long ago um, and how many people have, have thumbs up it. And when you see the cop, you hit the thumbs up button. Or if you don't see the cop, if the cops moved, you hit the not there button, and it goes away from the map. So we knew, you can always tell when there's a high concentration with a bunch of thumbs up, you're like, this one's real. And uh, and yeah, we got into the, the, normal, the normal deal and we had slowed down way ahead of time because, like I said, I've been through this some, uh, numerous times and, um, and we, we sailed right on through and they were lined up. They were lined up with their, with their spotlights pointed at the traffic. They're Look. on the side of the road, perpendicular to travel, uh, to the direction to travel, with all their spotlights facing straight out, um, you know, perpendicularly across the road. So what they're doing is they're lighting up the cars, and they're looking for the, they're looking for us, they're looking for the Bonnaroo kids, you know, they're looking for the camping gear, and they're looking for the shoe polish on the windows because kids get excited and then paint up their cars. Okay. Obviously, I don't do that because I'm not looking for any extra heat, you know. <laughs> um, having had my having had my stuff searched four times, but uh, this time we. we you know, we slowed down, and and I don't know. It, it's still luck of the draw, because I wasn't speeding last time they pulled me over. Last time they pulled me over, which was the previous year, the the PC they used was that I was weaving within my lane. Huh. Hadn't crossed the line. I've heard that before. Uh, yeah, well, because it's a catch-all probable cause used when there's no other reason to pull you over. Yeah. They get behind you, they, they're like, well, his f- his taillights are good. His his license plate is not expi- uh, expired. He doesn't have tint too dark. Uh, he's not speeding. Uh, well, let's just say he was weaving within his lane. You know, because if they say he was weaving, uh, you know, if you, if they say you were weaving without your lane, like between lanes, and they have to prove that, right? Then, well, well that, that's a more serious thing in the dash cam. But he can just say, you know, I saw it before. I saw it before I was close enough for the dash cam to show. Yeah. it's just you know, it's just a. Bl- catch-all. Okay.
1: I had no idea you struggled with this. I didn't know this was a thing. The, um, oh, so it, it, is a, it is a pre-Bonnaroo deal? I guess well, I know there are some serious speed traps in that this area is not a speed of the this world. This is not a speed trap. Okay.
0: First of all, for one thing, in Forsyth, Georgia, there is the State Patrol um, Police Academy or whatever you call it. So... They always put the noobs out on the road in the middle of the night, and this is how they train them. Okay. And every time you get pulled over, a shift supervisor comes up almost immediately to make sure that the rookie's doing his job correctly. So these are almost always noobs, uh, which is you know that's worse. It's, it's not ideal. Yeah, yeah. All right. So it has something to do with being near near the uh, Florida Highway or not? I'm sorry, Georgia Highway Patrol Academy, which I I have on authority is in Forsyth. I'm sure if I'm wrong, some a listener will correct me, but um, that that's part of it. And the other thing is, this is this is how they fight the war on drugs in their minds. And the, then the third part is
2: that this is, yeah
0: you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to take it racial, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's that's part of it as well. Uh, uh. It's, it's 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 yeah, it's not it's not great. And what I, and I hate it so much, Jody, not because I have anything to hide, but because. It feels like being harassed. They get in your face and they say, "Have you ever been arrested?" And I say, "I don't see how that's relevant." But I'm already like shaking, you know. Well, yeah, because you... and and they're like, "Why do you look so nervous, man? What, what, what do you got? <laughs> Why do you look so nervous?" I'm like, "You are making me nervous because you're shouting at me." Um, it's terrible. I feel like a little kid in middle school. I, I feel bullied by the South Georgia cops, and I hate it so much. And there's not a thing you can do about it because. It always goes down the same way. They come up and they say, you know why I pulled you over? And I say, nope, (laughs) I have no idea (laughs) because I wasn't speeding. And they say, uh, well, they say whatever the the excuse du jour is. And then they say, can I I search your vehicle? And I say, no. And they say, okay, Um, I'm just going to ask you to step out of the vehicle then and we're going to walk the drug dog around it and at that point I already know the rest of the story that's because. The, so the dog's already there dog's already there uh. dog's already there you know there's a law at least in Florida they're not allowed to make you wait on the side of the road for the dog anymore I did not know that well somebody told me that I have not looked that up to see if it was true but somebody told me that <laughs> um, so that's hearsay uh, we, we'll, okay. we'll crowdsource that I'm sure our legal expert uh, uh. Lady Sportsball can tell us yes. if that's true or not yes indeed but so they and you know what Lady sports ball, if you have advice for me in this situation which will happen again, ways app or no, I'll get pulled over in South Georgia again on the way to Bonnaroo, I'm sure of it. Okay, so they say, "All right, step out of the car. We're going to walk the drug dog around." Then they walk the drug dog around, and regardless of what happens with the dog, they search your car. They say the dog indicated on your car. And I've been at what during one stop, I was absolutely positive that they were lying because I said, "When did the dog indicate?" And they're like, "You, you saw when he jumped up on the cowl there?" Uh, that was when it was indicating. I said, no, you commanded the dog to jump up on the cowl to, <laughs> to, to smell the to smell the cowl. And he said, no, that's how the dog indicates. And he just uh. lied to me. Uh, on the other hand, last year, the dog really did indicate. It did the scratchy, scratchy, scratch thing on the bumper, which I've seen documentaries about this. I know that's how the dogs indicate. Okay, that's and what they're soon, supposed to do. And as soon as it did that, they put the dog away because they had their PC to search the car, you know? So they didn't keep searching, whereas the previous time when they were lying about it, they kept moving after the cowl thing and then just lied about it when the dog made it all the way around. This time, as soon as the dog did scratchy-scratch, scratch, they put the dog away. They're like, okay, if the dog indicated we're searching your car now. And they tore the thing apart, took everything out, found nothing. There was nothing to find. But... And <laughs> what does that take? Uh, the whole evolution on the side of the road, if you don't wait on the dog, if the dog's already there, it takes... Reasonably quick about it, maybe an hour, maybe okay. a, maybe an hour and fifteen. I was going to guess two
1: hours, so I guess
0: quicker than you know <laughs> you might get. Anyway, I still don't know. I feel like emotional just talking about it. That's why I swear so much. I don't usually swear this much early in the podcast. Mm-mm. You save that for later, right? The good part, <laughs> the topic. So yeah, that did not happen. This year, which okay. is probably at least a little bit in thanks to the Waze app, but um, I have no doubt it'll happen again in the future. And if anyone has any advice for me on how to how to handle those cops and how to not feel so bullied, I would appreciate it. Um, hmm. Yeah. I have no advice. None. I mean, I don't bring drugs to Bonnaroo, Jody. All the drugs are there. Like, all of them. <laughs> I, th- I feel sad for anybody else in the country who wants to do drugs that weekend. It like, must be not available. They, they've all been siphoned to Bonnaroo. <laughs> it, it's wild. I heard at least three groups of people. Last last year I heard a group talk about and then carry uh, carry out creating a Jeffrey. Uh, this year I heard several groups talking about making Jeffreys, if that helps put it in perspective. I don't know what a Jeffrey is. Okay. It's a thing from, we'll put, we'll put a link to the video in the show notes, but it's a thing from a movie. Do it's, I want to know? I, well, it's just, it's a really funny scene in a movie that has some funny scenes, but is not that good of a movie. Uh, it's the Russell Brandt vehicle, Get Him to the Greek. Okay. And I'm not sure I'd recommend the movie, but I would totally recommend watching the scene on YouTube. Um, <laughs> okay. It's just, if you just Google the you know, Jeffrey scene, you'll find it immediately. Jonah Hill is in it and Jonah Hill is the straight one who's just trying to get Russell Brand to this gig and Puff Daddy is in it. Puff Daddy has actually a couple of other really funny scenes because Puff Daddy plays this this weird, um, like, kind of scary, violent uh, (laughs) record producer character. Okay. And he's not, he's not a good actor but some of his lines are really good so there was some good writing that went into it. But anyway, in in the Jeffrey scene, they pass this. Uh, they pass what looks like a joint to Jonah Hill. They're in this hotel room in Vegas, like with, you know, having this crazy rock star party. What you would imagine a hotel room with Led Zeppelin in it would have looked like in the in the seventies. Okay, and uh, he he's like, "What is it? It's a Jeffrey." And I'm like, "Okay." So Jonah Hill smokes it, and then he starts feeling weird, and you know, the 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 shot starts to go funny, and he says, "What?" What's in that? And Russell Brand says, "Oh, oh I think it's um, I think it's it, it's mainly weed, and um, uh, some heroin, and uh, crystal meth, and oh, uh, there's some crushed up morphine, and um, PCP. Uh, yeah, PCP, and and it just goes on and on and on and on. Uh, so it's basically all the, okay. it's, all, it's all the drugs. It's all the drugs. <laughs> so when you hear people in Monroe, uh last year, when my sister and I." heard this group in the camp next was talking about assembling the Jeffrey. They were like, okay, who's got what left? And they just put all their drugs together, and the pills they crushed, and the, oh, the shrooms God. they crumbled, Ugh. and they put it all in a, in a joint, and smoked it, and then just talked really loudly and really fast for like an hour until my sister and I left the area. <laughs> but anyway, uh, people were talking pretty openly about making Jeffrey's at, at Boundary this year. Oh man, we had this kid who got kind of adopted by our camp. Our camp adopts kids, uh, you know. I was, this year, unlike last year, this year I was with the, the Bonnaroo family again. So the big group camp. Okay. Which has um, rotating cast members, but people have camped with at Bonnaroo before. Right, these and are your, your Bonnaroo friends. My Bonnaroo friends, right. Okay. I, I will not see them at any other time during the year, um, uh, you know, apart from on the, the Blue Social Network, I guess. But despite being surrounded by your
1: Bonnaroo friends, you you tell me that someone stole your danger card. Yeah, somebody stole the
0: danger card. That's, uh, yeah, this is the first time I've been predated upon in any Bonnaroo. You, you
1: said it always comes back. You lend it out freely and it always
0: comes back. It always comes back. Huh. Until it doesn't. That makes me a little sad. Me too. Yeah, Bonnaroo card is an important part of my gear. It went away and stayed away. And uh, Monday morning when everybody's packing up, there's this there's this group in the, you know, a couple of, couple of sites over, and they were packing up, and they got a big yellow danger cart just like mine. And Bill, who's part of the cart, is like, he, he's saying, or part of the camp. I mean, Bill saying, Matt, I need you to get up, I need you to get up, as he was getting into it with these guys about stealing my cart. And he got me out of the tent, and I went over, and I and I just looked at the at the welcome back cotter pin, and I was like, nope, that's not. I mean, it was just. It was different. The handle was slightly different. The tires uh, okay. were slightly different. Right. Like, I know my car well enough that I knew that wasn't <laughs> well, the car. Well, it's
1: nice. It's nice that you know your own cart. Yeah, man. you got to So you didn't have to falsely accuse anybody.
0: No. No, I knew for sure that wasn't it as soon as I saw it. And those guys were like, they were like, man, you got to tell your friend to calm down. I was like, yeah, you know, he's just looking out. He's just... Out. <laughs> <laughs> well, all he probably wanted to load his car with your car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a bummer. Lost my cart. Met the weirdest kid I've ever... Uh, been associated with Ed monroe kid named kevin maybe he was a total pathological liar um just spouted non-stop nonsense in fact i um i recorded a sound file let me bring this up real quick let's give me give you a little slice
1: well you did send me a, a funny image slice Okay, okay. <laughs> you with a bunch of glow sticks tucked in your <laughs> hat, which was pretty funny. Yeah, all these glow sticks dangling down in front of your face.
0: That is a hilarious. Um... Okay, listen to this. I think he's holograms
2: ready for it. He like probably made some like kermitagey like tweets and redits, and like he was like, "Oh, Beethoven, Kevin's talking too much. Like, for, you know, like or he can't get his organ tuned, or like, you know, he's like 'I'm hey, in a cathedral with pizza,' kept- and like. Dinner, but like beef, i almost like I heard that song like, what?
0: He's talking hi, to a hologram of the time, that he like two million hits ago on YouTube or something. <laughs> like,
2: seriously fresh, like a giant beach ball full of coffee at just yeah. And then Hillary Clinton just on a race to mayonnaise. What? Yeah, and I'm like, couldn't we just have cold coffee first, Hillary? It's just Missouri people, you know? It's good Missouri people. Right. Yeah, watch out for those surfers, though. We'll Alaska Pipeline, they'll sell you a. Uh, sell you a jewel, but will they let you put it around their neck and draw them if you have the right graphite pencils in a ship that's going down? I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> a ship that's going down. At this point, our, and friend, if you're a lady, like, our friend Mark, who had been with us, decided to get up and go away, and and Kevin just starts talking to him as, as if he had been DJing. No one's DJing. Oh,
2: yeah. oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh. The problem in Missouri is... that
0: he's coming dude, back hey, like a Missouri There's thing. Um,
2: visors in the hallway. Take a if Prince tells you anything, tell him pancakes and you'll be there. Give him a hug for me. Thanks for your awesome tunes, dude. Like, I really like your vinyl choices. <laughs> thank, well, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. If you get to Georgia in the yes, Octobers, you. you know, <laughs> where Halloween comes.
0: If you get to Georgia in October, you know wear a halloween costume that is super weird
1: Uh, that is some strange stream of consciousness stuff right there it
0: never stopped with this kid he could do that for i don't know the longest i ever endured it was probably you know three hours at a time but i would go away from camp to go listen to music for a few hours and come back and he's still going just and it got weirder and way dirtier and it got weirder and weirder throughout and creepier throughout the weekend like he just was pushing everybody as far as he could and and by the end you know we all thought he was the best addition to camp ever because he was hilarious by the end we never wanted to see him again <laughs> I, could, I could see how that he, would wear on you not just because of that but because he kept pushing everybody's personal space and getting weirder and weirder and, and like taking things from people and uh giving them to other people like no that's those are my flip-flops no he i mean yeah he's my friend but no you can't give him my shoes (laughs) yeah just it what he did was he built up all this goodwill and he just burned it down just to watch it burn because he was he's just a weirdo man
1: what a strange person
0: yeah no idea how old he is or where he's actually from sure missouri came up a lot but could be anywhere wow yeah super weird Super but weird. How was the music? The music was good, man. The music was good. I I had a good, I had a good year for music. Let me grab my schedule here. I don't want to leave anybody out. Um, <laughs> I think the. I want to thank the academy. <laughs> Let me unfold my. Uh, oh, this is
1: a listeners. This is a, mm. a, a theater of the mind. Uh, this is a well-worn it's worn. calendar map thing mm-hmm. that that Matt is now consulting. Um, it. Uh, this is the, it's, this. This is a schedule on this side. It's of the map. falling. It's falling apart a little bit. A little bit. These. These. It's seen some action. They, yeah, it
0: has. Okay, so Thursday night, I saw exactly one band. Um, I did. I did basically all the driving and then all the waiting in line while uh while my mate slept in the in the car. So I had been up for thirty plus hours and was oh, like hallucinating, and then I passed out uh, under a tree in Senaru, for like six hours. And after that, I made it back to camp. Passed out for another hour. And then I got off and went to see one show on Thursday. And that was Courtney Barnett. She was very good. It was cool to see her in person. I really love her her record. Uh, Courtney Barnett can totally recommend her record. Uh, and she was fun to see live. Friday, we did a little better. But not much. Like, uh, But Friday we saw what I think was the best act of the festival. Which was Alabama Shakes. She was... Incredible! If you haven't, I mean, we—I I, I can probably find a video uh, of the performance that somebody shot with their GoPro that's on YouTube, uh, and we can put that in the show notes. But okay. I totally encourage you guys, anybody yeah, out gonna, there, uh, you're definitely gonna have to supply. All right, I'll supply supply, some, links, I'll supply for these, links for
1: these notes. Um, and uh, while while you're mm-hmm. consulting this mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> fascinating bit of paper, you mm-hmm. have, I'm gonna say that uh, notes and links. For this uh, episode 55 of your show, Matt, can be found at GTRadio.net slash ALYT slash
0: 55. There you go, 55. I would say on Friday, uh, she was the only one, really. Alabama Shakes was the only one that really, really did it for me. I saw Dawes. Terrible. Terrible. But anyway, Saturday. Saturday, I saw a bunch of music. Saturday was a good day. We saw we saw Trampled by Turtles, <laughs> that was fun, and then we popped over to Bahamas. Um, Bahamas was pretty good, very chill, atmospheric stuff. And then we went over to see SZA. That's S Z A, SZA, and we got there just in time because is that the RZA's cousin? I have no idea. Okay, uh, she's a she's an African American. Sort of electronic R&B artist, I guess Okay I don't know Genres are dead, Joni But She has a collaboration on her record with Chance the Rapper from Chicago Okay And we got there just in time to see Chance come out on stage with her And, oh, do, cool. and do that song which, was, which is one of my favorite songs uh, that either of them do So that was perfect And then we went and we saw The War on Drugs And they sucked or at least from our vantage point way back in the crowd, we didn't care for that. And then we heard this other band... Uh, well, another crowd that sounded like they were having more fun. So we went over to see Bleachers, which apparently is the same frontman as the band Fun. Fun? Yeah. Uh, Finally, so we, I've heard of one. Okay, so we went to see Bleachers, which is the fun guys... Not the fun guy, but you know what I mean. Uh, it's, it was his side project, and the music was pretty awful, but he was busting his ass and he really had the crowd into
2: it okay so we
0: stayed to you know watch him his him smash his guitar and hand it hand the pieces out um, <laughs> then we went to uh, oh yeah the, that's right we were only in that stage because Bell and Sebastian was on next so we got right up front for Bell and Sebastian and that was great. It was nothing like what I expected a Bell and Sebastian show to be like. thought it would be you know like melancholy singer songwriter shoe shoegazy, but like, you know, jangly guitar, just, and shoegazing, and it was, it was very upbeat, and very rock and roll, and very cool, um, that was another great, like, peak moment of the weekend, was when he, he invited all these, um, he invited all the people from the audience up on stage, and the stage was just covered with all these kids, and they were just, you know, dancing their asses off, and everybody's beaming, and he's singing, and It was just, it was a really cool moment, you know, thinking about these kids with their whole lives in front of them, and they're dancing on stage, man. And then, um, you know, I think those were the highlights from Saturday. There was other stuff, Mumford and Slayer played that night. I did not go to Slayer, but I could hear them from my tent. (laughs) Um... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. What did we like on Sunday? We saw Spoon. We were right up front for Spoon. Cool. We were right up front for Florence and the Machine. She was good. And we were right up front for Billy Joel, who kind of phoned it in, in my opinion. Thought it sucked. Huh. Billy Joel phoned it in. Last year, Elton John was the big Sunday closer, the big headliner. Okay. And Elton John's show was ten times as good as Billy Joel's. And twice as long. Billy Joel played like, he, he didn't even play all the time he was blocked for on the stage. Ugh. Yeah. He, he played like, I don't know, maybe 70 minutes tops. And he was booked for, I don't know, two and a half, three hours. He played like 70 minutes. And at one point, talk about phoning it in. At one point he said, hey, I got a roadie who's really good at singing ACDC. So listen to this. And his roadie sang Back in Black. And it really sounded exactly like ACDC. I mean, it, it could have been him lip-syncing uh, to the record. It, sure. was so, it was so close. But it's like, what, what the hell, Billy Joel? Like, this <laughs> is not why we're here. Like, this makes no sense. This is not soundcheck. We do not want to see your roadie. It was... It, that was bizarre. That's funny. But, yeah. Billy Joel looks like a human thumb now. And, uh, and he's totally phoning it in, at least in Bonnaroo. A human thumb? Yeah, he looks like a thumb. Like, his head looks like like if you painted a smiley face I'm holding up my thumb listeners I'm holding up my thumb and pointing it at Jody and if you were to draw a yeah. smiley face on it and it's still not making sense to me it is would it, look like Billy bald? Joel is that
1: why? he's
0: bald but he also his neck is exactly as wide as oh, his head oh
1: I see I got you okay yeah
0: alright he made some crack about like I don't know one of the songs he was gonna do was about something about it, it had a car in it and he's like well these days I'm always in a limo and like that's how I get around. We're like, dude, do you know where you are? You're not in Madison Square <laughs> Gardens. Nobody here's driving. You're at Bonnaroo. Like, ugh, it made no sense. So, I was not a big fan of the Billy Joel show. But that picture you saw of me, like, looking all blissed out with the glow sticks stuck your in my head, of glow sticks. That was at the Billy Joel show. Oh, I see. So we still managed to have some fun. Okay. <laughs> so, there, okay, so there's the Bonnaroo report
1: done. Yeah. Dusted. For some of that, you sounded just like your friend Kevin. You just weren't making any sense to me. Uh, Because I'm so out of it with the bands and whatnot. I don't know what you kids are listening to.
2: So, all right, what else we got for this week? (laughs)
1: Hmm. All right.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I think the time has come Mm -hmm. for a a naming, a name choosing. Oh, yeah. This is a big deal. Okay, so I promised that by the next time we recorded, I would have settled on a name. I tried. I did. You did. Mm Mm-hmm. It's going to be called Green Book, Red Book. Green Book, Red Book is Matt's food blog, right? I explained why last week, so I won't go. I won't go over that again. That'll be the name, and uh, depending on which which Earl is most affordable, uh, it'll be Green Book, Red Book dot something. Ninja probably could be, <laughs> could be. Dot, but dot uh, food getting... might be available. I don't know. Is
1: it? Is that a thing? I don't even. Know. Uh, it, it might be. But uh, no, when we click stop, I will uh, force Matt to, uh, to purchase the, uh, the domain name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like it. It's exciting.
0: Yeah, it is exciting. I can finally put up some content. I'll have some time for that next week. Very nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I get to do uh, do a little internet plumbing for that. I'm excited about that. Right on. You know, it'll mostly look just like our other sites, like our, uh, you know, the GT Radio. Site. It's a nice site, but uh, you know, you can uh, you can retheme it, reskin it, however you want. Or you, you know what? You can defect the square space. I won't even <laughs> I won't even hold it against you if you want to do that. No, I don't think I'll do that because I,
0: I'm reasonably comfortable with the Ghost architecture, so I feel like I can manage that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You know, and the markdowns no challenge at this point.
1: Yeah, I've been I've been happy with uh, using it for. Uh, gtradio.net and uh, my own personal blog, so right. I'm still happy with it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's yes. happening.
0: Uh, talking of restaurants, my partner and I went back to Haven, and the first time we went there, um, the first time we went there, I took her there for her birthday. And for those who don't know, Haven is formerly Sideburns. They closed it for a year and a half or something and then rebooted it as a new restaurant called Haven. Ah. But well, it's in the same place and it um, same standards apply
1: for cool. sure. Cool. I'm glad you included that explanation because I did not know that. Yeah.
0: And I took I took my partner there because at the time of her birthday it was it was the hottest reservation in town. It was they were they were booked it was like when Ulele opened, you know, they were booked three months out or whatever. Okay. So I got a reservation for, uh, for my partner's birthday, and uh, she couldn't really enjoy it because of food restrictions, which I'll explain in, in, in a minute, and she was actually pouty about how like most of the stuff she couldn't have. Uh, but we just went back and had a great experience, like for my birthday, because I, it's, it was my birthday uh, on Monday this week. Your real birthday? My proper birthday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my federal birthday, <laughs> not to be confused with my state one my my proper birthday was uh, was Monday this week so we went on Tuesday because I was not in the state on Monday but we went on Tuesday to Haven had a great experience with delicious food and drink um, the reason she was on food restrictions the first time we were there was because for 10 or twelve weeks she was pregnant oh but it didn't work out oh. Yeah. Wow. So that was the thing that I said I might talk about last time, but I didn't really feel like I was ready.
1: Ah, Okay. That's Um,
0: making more sense now. So, yeah. You know, we were excited, and, you know, but it didn't work out. Sorry
1: to hear that, Matt. Yeah. Thanks. I have some other friends, not friends of the show, but friends of mine, Ooh,
0: that also recently happened too. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's tough. Well, it's it's traumatic because there's there's all this you know pain and uncertainty and and blood you know it's 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 dramatic content warning. I'm a little late in the game, but <laughs> for anybody for whom this is a touchy area, um, yeah, you know we we well, we don't even talk about it a lot. But, uh, we are gonna give it at least one more, you know, one, one more at-bat. Okay. Um, it's, it's apparently too soon, like, the, the pregnancy hormone levels have to drop back to zero. Right, before yes. Before you can... Yes. Why is that? Do you know? Um. I guess I could just read it on Wikipedia, but... Yeah, as far as I
1: recall, it's a, you one's body if one is a female has has to know that it's pregnant because certain things need to happen or not happen. And so okay. if the, if the levels are off and it still seems like it there's pregnancy there then there will be no more, you know, no more new stuff happening. Huh. But uh yeah. Uh, my my usual summary of this is when we took I don't think you took biology in high school. You I did. I took you know ninth grade biology, but I didn't, did okay. not take the higher level of biology. So, so the high powered bi- biology we had, the male uh, anatomy chapter mm-hmm. was like ten pages long. It's pretty straightforward. Oh yeah, It's was completely straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> the system of tubes. Yeah, just just a few tubes. You know, one 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 thing happening. That's mm-hmm. a, that's all. Yeah. Um, that is different. The 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 female chapter was fifty pages, maybe sixty.
0: It was mm-hmm. it was far far. And this far, was it wasn't even far, a far psycho- far longer. Imagine how long it is in a psychology class. Hmm. Oh, sick burn, uh, ladies. Just kidding. Yeah, <sighs> definitely cut that out. <laughs>
1: um. So it, yeah, that's neither here nor there. But so uh, good to good to hear that uh, that you're. You guys are still, still in it. Mm-hmm. If you still want to mm-hmm. be, so.
0: No, I, I still do. I mean, when it was happening, I was um, I was I was pretty excited, you know. Um. You know, it was scared. I was scared, and and then there's that inevitable, like, when the pregnancy stops. There's a part of me that was relieved, and, and my partner said the same thing. Because now, you know, we thought that in a, a couple of months our our lives were about to be turned completely upside down, and now they're not. Yeah. So there's a, there's a sense of relief, and then you feel guilty about that, and you know, normal normal stuff. But we're you know we we're, we're pretty well past it now, I think.
1: Okay, it's interesting to have a test run. for at least um, uh, an emotional test run for some of that just to to see uh, you
2: know
0: we were in beta
1: how (laughs) yeah it's an interesting way to put it
2: Hmm. yeah
0: yeah so you know sad ending to the first to the first run but uh, we'll, we'll give it another go So where do we go from there, Matt? I don't know. That's tough. I brought it down. We can talk a little bit more about technology choices, some some real follow up. You have non fake follow up? That's true. I okay, so I went to we I did not get around to coming over and, and getting your phone, which you were so generous to offer before Bottero. I did notice that. So I did not get a bunch of pictures and videos this year, which was kind of kind of a disappointment, but kind of not because I felt freer in those ecstatic moments just to party instead of trying to get a good video yeah you know what I mean anyways I so on my list I'm you know as I do during the summer I have an index card for every day and every day gets a you know an index card and the index card gets a list of things I'm supposed to do so the first uh, day I was home in uh, after Bonnaroo was Wednesday first full day where I like woke up at home so I had a Wednesday card and my Wednesday card was call Verizon cuz I was just going to call them and ask them what are the consequences like if I leave and my partner stays. Okay. Um why is my bill as high as it is when you're advertising a much cheaper deal for new customers right. on the television? That's always a good question. These were the questions, dude. So I didn't but I was of all and I put some other really tedious on my lists. Uh, and I, I was I ticked off everything but I did not call Verizon on Wednesday oh no and I put it on Thursday's list and I did not call Verizon on Thursday and today I was thinking about the podcast I'm be like it would not be nice if I had at least a little bit of follow-up so let me let me like get over the gut churn and just just pull the trigger on the Verizon call so I did I called Verizon
1: Wow okay
0: and the conversation with Verizon was essentially I, I said I and I'm out of contract, and I'm cross shopping, cross carriers, and I uh, have, I you know have have some questions. I feel like I'm paying too much, and I want to know. Oh, and and like the previous to this conversation, I'd gone online and saw that I was getting, I was getting six gigs a month of shared data for eighty dollars between you and your wife. Yeah, okay. but that I could. For the same eighty dollars, just click a button and get ten gigs because that's what they're offering now. And so I clicked that button already before I made the call. And so like I changed my plan from six gigs to eighty gigs or to ten gigs, sorry, from six to ten without without changing the price. But I was still paying forty dollars per line for to connect the phone. So the ten gigs costs eighty bucks, which is which is reasonable if you compare across carriers that's fairly reasonable. Yeah. But the $40 per smartphone or per, per line that's
1: high. Is high, especially it's because 20 or 20, Verizon is 25, right? Well,
0: Verizon is advertising $15 per, per right. line on TV right now. Okay. So I asked her about that. And she said, "Yeah, you're you're correct. Um, how about until you decide to renew your contract, what if I just throw a $25 credit onto your line so that you're only paying $15 a month to connect your phone?" Yeah, go ahead and do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do, do that. I'm not saying I'm staying, but do that. Go ahead and do that. She's like, okay, great. And I said, okay, what about my partner's phone? Because she's, and she said, well, your, your, your partner renewed her contract recently. So she's, you know, at the start of a contract. Oh, uh, but, I don't think you mentioned that before. But but, um, I can go ahead and throw a $20 credit on her line as well. So now she'll be paying 20 a month and I'll be paying 15 for for my connection oh it sounded like verizon oh they're making a play to keep me yeah okay so my next question was well all right so i need a new phone like i need to i need to upgrade my phone so when i upgrade my phone does this deal go away and the answer to that is yes but at least on my line it's line by line like the discount on my partner's line will stay if i upgrade my phone i said well what will it what will it go to If I upgrade my phone She said, well, it'll go back to It'll go back to 40 uh, <clears throat> The $15 thing that they're advertising online Is for Number one, for new customers Number two she, But she said that you know She's giving me that price The new customer price But number two The $15 thing requires you to Be part of their Verizon Edge program Where you're paying A monthly installment on the phone that you're buying from oh it. you have to do it that way yeah the $15 thing it, which is not super clear in the ad and she acknowledged that
1: but that's the plan where you get more frequent phone upgrades mm-hmm. right that's okay. correct
0: that's correct so if you're into that sort of thing they're, they're making the connectivity cheaper yeah I
1: don't like that hmm. sounds like you never get to own your phone you might get a new one more frequently but you never own it who gives a shit? I do that's more phones in the landfill Matt
0: this is, we talked. We talked about this last episode. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing, Jody: that all uh, wind up in the landfill. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, most of them that wind up there are not from consumers like you or I who keep our phones for two plus years, like gentlemen. Although I did bite mine before the end of its two-year span this time, <laughs> but you know, you know,
1: wait two years to bite the next one.
0: I hope. Yeah. Um, most of them are from the, you know, from the kids. Like you should see the kids at, at school. They get. Yeah, where, you where said I work, they, the all kids, have, they
1: all have cracked, and they're and all broken. Phones—they're
0: all broken, and they—and then they lose them. You know, so they—they they get a new phone. They're super excited. They break it within the first week, and then they lose it within like three months. All of them do. Wow. Okay. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I don't know, but this complicates. Uh, okay, and the other bit of um, the other bit of feedback we got was from Mister Pieces. He contacted me directly and said if you travel at all think twice before leaving verizon because that's a good point verizon has the big blanket over america and nobody else really does not to the same extent
1: uh, that's true i mean i got to say just even going back in you know my normal day to day life switching mm-hmm. from verizon to at&t I've seen a big difference. Really? It's worse? It is way worse with AT&T. I am and, constantly dropping down to... HSPDA or oh Edge geez. or whatever. And like... Sometimes I can restart my phone... And, yeah, and get back. And yeah. get back to the LTE. Right. But that takes forever. And it plays a super loud noise when it reboots. And really makes <laughs> me angry.
0: And what if there's a sleeping baby in the room? Exactly. Unacceptable. Yeah. The, so... Yeah. So that's a consideration. And for years, by the way, Jody... Um, it's no longer the case but it used to be that only the Verizon people had signal out in the woods where we camp. That's true. Remember? It was a big day when when Sprint reached <laughs> Sprint out there. and AT&T yeah. made, it, made it out to the woods. Uh-huh. And also for years uh, as a Bonnaroo goer, I would be the only one in camp with signal because they're all, you know, they're all hippies, they're on some prepaid bull. They don't have like <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't have actual all cell the, phone plans. All the hippies have burner phones. I never thought about
0: that. Well, that kind hi- of makes sense, The though. hippies have burners, and everybody else is on AT&T or Sprint. And the AT&T people were just all week... I mean, not this year. This year was actually a little different. But the AT&T people all weekend were super frustrated. They couldn't get... They'd get a batch... Like, all at once, they get 60 texts that have been sent over Uh-oh, the last two and a half you. days. Sure, sure. You know? And they're sending their stuff, and they can't tell if it's... Anyway. So... <laughs> Mr. Peace's point about the quality of coverage from Big Red is well taken, and I've experienced it myself. I, I've never tried to use my USA cell phone abroad, but
1: um, well, that that's where the Verizon coverage breaks down, right? It's abroad, but it, yeah, doesn't exist. And as much as I like their it, phones, though. aren't compatible with the rest of the world. they not GSM or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I always get confused with the the acronyms. Right
0: when I think I have it, right. that's it's an gone. initialism, technically. But uh, <sighs> I said it now.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, damn it. There's no easy answers, Jetty. So there. Okay. So again, it, after the call with Verizon, and I did, and after I got off the call, and she was lovely. Uh, you know, she did a great job, and then it, it's nice
1: to get a good customer support yeah. person, you know.
0: And that was nice. Well, and of course she was throwing money at me. She just. You know, gave me $45 a month, basically, is what she just gave me. 20 on on my partner's line and, and 25 on mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nothing to sneeze at. That's cool. The thing is, I still need a new phone. The question I forgot to ask before I got off the line was, if I rock up with a phone I bought, can I use it on your network? And can I pay $15 a month for access? Hmm. Because if I could get the OnePlus 2... Which is, is going to be dropping in a couple of weeks, my source is me. <laughs> here, you,
1: here you are again. I know, I know.
0: Lusting after a phone that doesn't exist. Discounting your advice. But if I can get the phone and bring it, can I bring it to Verizon? I don't even know. I need to get her back on the phone.
1: So if it's a Verizon compatible phone, yeah, they're not going to know. They won't even know. You will pop the SIM card out of your phone, put mm-hmm. it in your new hotness, mm-hmm. and they won't even know. That's your line. That's the only way they know. But
0: aren't these phones all sealed now? They don't even... The backs don't come off. You can't even put SIM cards <sighs> in them.
1: Um, no, there's usually a SIM card slot. Is So my phone... Like my phone... Uh, Listeners, I, I'm gesticulating with my Nexus 6 here, which is sealed. No user serviceable battery. Sure. But you see, it's got a little trap door. Uh, That's where the SIM card lives. Okay. Uh, same thing goes for an iPhone. They have a little... Thing that you poke, you know, you poke it with the paperclip, oh. the unbit paperclip, uh-huh. the great equalizer mm-hmm. that separates us from the animals. Right. You, you've told me some of them. Um, you know, you poke that in there, and mm-hmm. it pops out, and there's your, there's your. Sim card. There's videos
0: online of birds using paperclips to do things. Oh, that's right. The crows can do it. now Crows, man. Hmm. We, we can't. We're worried about
1: Skynet, <laughs> and the crows are going to slip in there,
0: right? Anyway, talking of Skynet, on the on the way back down from Bonaru. Running the Ways app, obviously, there was this promo for tra- uh, not Transformers. What's the uh, uh, the Schwarzenegger franchise? What's that called? Terminator. Terminator. There you that's go. The, that's where Skynet comes from. Exactly. I just couldn't think of the name, Jody. <laughs> okay, Come me okay. some slack. Well, so we uh, you could push a button because they're doing they're doing the the promo push for the new. Terminator movie You could push a button And have Arnold Schwarzenegger Give you turn by turn direction
2: <laughs>
1: That's pretty funny So
0: we obviously Pushed that button Sure Sure Anyways Your
1: exit is approaching uh, It was, it was oh, That was the worst Schwarzenegger ever Keep left
0: I insist <laughs> Police bad. reported ahead Speeding would be A bad idea And the best was Hazard reported ahead Get down We heard that like 500 <laughs> times because time anybody sees a tire tread on the side of the road, they hit the hat. They report a hazard. Okay, but anyways, so I still have technology questions. I still need a phone.
1: Uh, you were supposed to sort that out, Matt. At least you uh-huh. named your blog. Yeah, something. Um. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was still your old phone.
0: It is. You mean you mean non-listening friend of the show's phone? Right. That's really his old phone.
1: The crippled the crippled phone which you've been using.
0: Yes. Camera doesn't work.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. What do we do now? I don't know, man.
0: Got a little time. Got a little time. A little bit. A little bit. So. But what's what's this bit about? What the, the, the This bit about Mr. So pieces? So,
1: Mr. Pieces got, uh... He got kind of far with some, uh, some job interview stuff. Okay. Uh, he and Mrs. Pieces were kind of excited about it. Yeah. Um... It was in a part of the country they wanted to move to. Are they going to move? Oh, they they would want to move to. Oh, okay.
0: Um, and I'm sure I'm okay with that.
1: That well, I wouldn't be either. Well, but he's. I just would
0: mainly interact he, with him over the internet. Anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah, and he's already left me at work. He's abandoned me. But we had lunch together recently, and that was nice. I know that's cool. I'm glad you guys did that. Should do. But that, yeah, yeah, so uh, Charleston. They like Charleston.
0: Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Um, nothing terrible happening there recently
1: did I get that right Charleston no I'm confused I think that's right <laughs> anyway uh,
0: that's in Texas right no you're uh, no, you're kidding. thinking about <laughs> Sheila Booth um, <laughs> I don't <know>. Sheila Booth <laughs> Sheila Booth isn't that in like Azerbaijan oh no he's a Laplander that's where they're hosting the first ever European games Azerbaijan
1: European games
0: yeah it's it's the lamest ever knockoff of the Olympics. Is that even in Europe? Azerbaijan, yeah, I suppose technically it's near the Caspian Sea. Okay, on the yeah. Europe side of the Caspian Sea.
1: <laughs> okay, good. You don't want to be on the on the wrong side of it. Well, of the Caspian. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, yeah, pieces. Uh, hmm. I know he interviews well, so you know he got the face to face. He got sure. he got through the phone stuff. Mm -hmm. He got the Uh face-to-face. There were some shenanigans that he had to get through to just, you know, say, hey, uh, stop worrying about booking me a flight. Like, I will drive there (laughs) if that helps, (laughs) you know, and the the person was like, yes, please do. Um, So he made it happen, which was cool. Yeah. But took the Prius, took the Prius, of course right uh so he the got, Prius he got, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure he was listening, celebrating our entire back catalog the right. whole way right um but uh yeah, they just found out that uh that is not going to happen, so hmm. that's a bit of a bummer, uh but that's
0: yeah, that's the way it goes. Don't give up hmm. i I mean. Obviously, this is something I identify with. I not that I got super far in the interview process with anyone after um, blinds to go, but, <laughs> but but feeling like you're on the cusp of something big and you've invested a lot in it and it doesn't work out. That's that's a feeling I've had recently. Yeah, I don't don't have a lot ex uh, a lot else to say except you know. Like Jody said, don't give up. Yeah, and other sad news. Oh god. This is a really down pocket. It's kind of
1: a a downer. Hmm. Um it's 55s an un, unlucky number, maybe, I don't know.
0: Probably in China. Sure. Uh-huh.
1: It's a windy number or something in China. I don't, I don't
0: think they like doubles.
1: Is that is that true? Well, they're only allowed one kid, right? So they don't <laughs> like doubles. That's
0: That's culturally insensitive, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think that's really enforced anymore. No? I think the one-child policy is done. Really? Yeah. Nobody told me. Yeah. I think okay. so. I think so. I'm sure our listeners will tell us if we're wrong, but... anyway. Okay. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. Listeners
1: in China, please uh, let us know. Yeah. Uh, A-L-Y-T dot show at gmail dot com. Anyway. There you um, go. Way to work it in. The, the listener. hmm The canonical listener. Mm-hmm. Has also had a, uh, a bit of a... Tragedy. A bit of trouble lately.
0: Yeah. I'm glad he's okay. He's fine. Yeah, I want to say that. He's unheard. He's unheard. He got his foot wedged between the gas and the brake in the impact with the retaining wall. Ugh. And, uh, and had the throttle pegged, which is why the truck didn't slow down very quickly. Anyway, in case you can't guess, <laughs> he crashed his truck. And that sucks. That sucks. But he's fine. The truck is not fine. The truck is totaled. Okay. It's gone. I actually was with him earlier. I met him at noon at the Good Times Workshop. This that, very day. Today. And we went and we went to visit his truck. You at know the, how at the impound? Well, you know, it's the it's the wrecker's lot. It's the collision. You know, collision repair place that his insurance wanted it towed to but it's not being repaired um, you know there's some there's some neuroscience on this when like people immediately feel differently about a human body once the life is gone like it goes from person to corpse in your mind pretty immediately okay and there's some like this has been shown in like fMRI studies and stuff, which I know are problematic. I've talked about that before. I know. Leave it. But... <laughs> I don't think you've talked about that, but I've I totally am talked I about it. letting that go right I now. I totally have talked about F-R-M- the the problem with uh, multiple comparisons in fMRI studies. No? No. The dead salmon cognition thing? I have no I'm idea. pretty sure we did it. Anyways. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. I was just thinking about how it's similar with a car. When it was... It was your car. It was like a living thing that was a part of your literally everyday life, and then, and then it's just dead, and then it's then it's the wreck of a car. It's not a car anymore. It's a husk. Yeah. So I went and visited the husk with with TCL today, and we uh, we stripped stripped it of some valuable parts. Okay. Um. Uh. He, he said we're taking the battery. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was weird that he wanted to. Take the battery until I saw it was an Optima Red Top. It was, oh, it was one of those two hundred dollar ten year batteries. Nice. So yeah, we took that, um, and I was like, "Why not?" As long as I'm under here, I took the Canon filter out because sure, those are reusable. Yeah, those, have, those yep. keep forever. They have a million mile warranty. Million miles. Yeah, K&N. Uh We were mainly there to grab the the big toolbox out of the bed, so that's why he needed. Oh, He needed, sure. he needed someone both who wasn't working today. And who had a, a truck capable of carrying such a large object? So yeah. that's why I got the, okay. the I got the call.
1: Well, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, um. but to my larger point about when a person becomes a corpse or a truck becomes a husk, to use your to use your <laughs> phrase, um, husk. When I was there, it was clear that the, the that the truck would never drive again. The damage was severe. Okay. Looking underneath the front end, the front driver's side A arm was sheared right off the subframe. Whoa. And the wheel up front, the front driver's side wheel was shattered. Like the, the rim itself had a a chunk taken out of it the size of a dictionary. Like, big chunk taken out of this problem. So it was it had a severe impact with the wall. Uh, but the airbags didn't go off because it wasn't a direct hit. It was okay. a glancing kind of thing. But just being in the car and. It smelled, you know how 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 evocative smell is yes. of of memory, right? It's something and, I think we've brought up before.
1: And TCL uses a uh, particular particular air freshener. Air freshener and, what I'm thinking of right And particular
0: products to condition the leather and the dash. Like we all uh, have our particular yeah, products. Yeah,
1: that's true. That never really occurred to me. And a that little was bit of part of the uh, the ambiance there. But and
0: just a hint of clove. Of course, just a hint of clove cigarette. And I was like. <sighs> Man, it smells... This smell will always mean your truck for me.
2: <laughs>
1: well, he'll break in another and one. And I, I, felt, I felt sad. Yeah. I felt that sad. That is sad. So. So. So it goes. Our canonical listener, here's to your truck.
0: Mm-hmm. He'll find
1: another one. Long live your next
0: truck. Right. Right. The truck is dead. Long live the truck. Yes. Absolutely. Oh. Well. Oh, this you know, has been, this has been a weird episode, man. Yeah, it, it seems a little down, but I, I think I know how to, how to rescue it. I have an idea. Okay. Well, when I say idea, what I actually mean is I have an object in my backpack. I have, I have a gift for you. You have a
1: gift. I do. You already. Well, that was an old gift you gave me earlier.
0: Yeah. No, I have something for you.
1: You ready for this? Okay. No, but I, yes. I, I've had so... it for a little while. Here it is. What is this? Uh. It's a a t-shirt bound by a hair tie.
0: Well, you gotta.
1: Um, and it's a <laughs> <laughs> it's a Roderick on the line t-shirt.
0: <laughs> Hashtag Super Train. <laughs>
1: Hashtag Super Train. Um, so yeah, this is this is uh one of one of Matt Matt and my favorite podcasts. It's called Roderick on the Line. We've linked to it previously. Um, so. <laughs> I have you notice I'm wearing the t-shirt you gave me yes which is another podcast dork t-shirt yeah (laughs) so we can be there you go podcast t-shirt dorks together I guess (laughs) Uh, cool I like it
0: made in America man
1: (laughs) vote vote Roderick everybody yeah absolutely absolutely cool thanks
0: man yeah you're welcome so we we can (laughs) end on a end on an up note alright yeah
1: you know Everybody,
0: everybody likes a good shirt. So, is that the show? I guess. Is there anything there you wanna wanna talk about, or are we done?
1: Uh, we talked about your blog. We did. You know, we gave a shout out to uh, the dog. Mm-hmm. There he is. Uh, there he goes. There he is.
0: Only growled slightly at the nanny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, had an is interruption. That, is that
0: derogatory to call her the nanny? Uh, I don't think so.
1: But I've, I've. Yet to really hear herself apply it, it seems so a I, little ping I pong. still feel awkward calling her that. Yeah, but you know, but what else? Um, what else are you gonna call her? This is this is my live-in you're, non-life partner. Your
0: uh, I don't know house um, housemate. That's wrong. No, that's wrong. That's um, house helper. <laughs> no, uh, my um, baby consultant. Live-in baby consultant seems ponderous Mm. (laughs) my uh, live in
1: my baby mistress no 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 no. cut Um, that out
0: um, Um, my um, well you could just go with house assistant it's not I mean, assistant is not derogatory. A lot of people do jobs as assistants before, That's they, true. before okay. they get good jobs or I'm better gonna, jobs.
1: I'm going to take this and turn it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take back a phrase that I hate. Oh, yeah? And I'm, I'm going to reapply it here. What's that? Because it, I think it's better here. Okay. She's my life coach. <laughs> <laughs> is she? <laughs> kind of, yes. I, I do hate that job title. Yeah. She's kind of my life coach.
0: She's... I, you're going to have to explain that to me. Why?
1: Okay. In, in what sense? <laughs> She's... She's the, uh, she's the fresh legs to Ooh, like to that. take care of the babies. Well, yeah. You know, mostly because she's much younger and still in college and still has energy. Right. Just in general. She's taking Italian. Yes. Study, studying Italian, which is cool. But, uh, yeah, it, it really helps to have a much younger person around to help mm-hmm. look after mm-hmm. babies. And that's.
2: I,
0: I don't i don't think life coaches is, you know? is the right right way to go the reason is because a coach a coach is a an overlord a coach is a hmm. Hmm. well it's hmm. a management position yeah i don't think that's her position
1: maybe not i don't know we'll have to workshop i mean i don't that. want to assume no i'll have to workshop that uh she, she's you could just yeah, just make...
0: call her the fresh legs wow no wait that also sounds kind of <laughs> yeah creepy.
1: that's also ping
0: pong <laughs> yeah, it's ping pong and creepy yes no it's no good. Oh uh, jeez. Uh, we've gotten worse at this. I think. feel like that's right. Um, what do they call them in in? What are they called in in like England? When you get somebody who's on a study abroad mission to come and take care, of, help get, take care of your kids, there's a name for that.
1: All pair, pair, for all pair. She, she is technically the all pair.
0: She's the all pair. Yeah. Well, there's already a, a phrase for this. Okay. We well,
1: just, just just go with that. All right, go with the fancy French term.
0: Yeah. Sure. sure right, sent England, I meant France, all right, I got nothing left. let's land it you, you, you're not feeling fresh, you're feeling tired, uh, yeah, so tired the no beers didn't help. they did it first. <laughs>
1: you know you know how it that goes. That's how it goes with beers. It's a show. it's a show, and you know I wasn't i i was I was thinking well. Last episode, 54, was not Mm -hmm. that good. But I get some feedback from the Don that he really liked it. Hmm. He thought the the give and take was just right. Okay. All right.
0: Well, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you in somewhere between one and five weeks. (laughs) My favorite Kevin rant of the weekend was he said said okay so i i saw this horse and it was a clydesdale i could tell because of the furry feet but then it was a unicorn and i was on the unicorn and we were riding up this rainbow and then we started making out and then i looked at her
1: cut that out that's terrible (laughs) sorry it's a family show